He's not building the wall. He's not indicting Hillary. He's not repealing Obamacare. <laughs> this is not a rerun. This is the Going Off Podcast, episode 118. Is the podcast. <laughs> From the Going Off Podcast and all of SoundCloud, I just want to give a huge thanks to our boy, Chance, the motherfucking rapper, stepping up. Fucking Robin Hood. <laughs> Saving the whole fucking platform. I don't know what would have happened, honestly. Like, so what exactly did he do? As, as far as I saw, he just released a song. Like, how was that supposed to work? Did I miss something? I thought he bought it. Cause yeah, all I'm seeing is people saying like, "Can a song save SoundCloud?" I'm like, uh, no, no, it can't. <laughs> it it really can't unless it's like fucking sigh in two, in 2012, and they're like. The only way you can hear this song is on SoundCloud or some shit. In order to show how confident he is in the streaming service, Chance released a new single, Big B, exclusively on SoundCloud. And it's already passed 1.3 million plays in two days, which must be worth something in the streaming biz. And the song, available exclusively on SoundCloud, ironically features the two MCs boasting about the fruits of their labor. I'm as confused as to what Chance did to save SoundCloud as what was so wrong with triple x tentacion's freestyle and the double x <laughs> freshman cypher there have been two that came out since the last time we were on because a fucking course there was because we even said that's what was going to happen because that's what always happens we're always we always record right before shit goes down so we seem behind the curve every fucking time but since the last time we recorded, uh, the, the Kyle Boogie would have beaten the, um, Amine. Since then, we got PNB Rock, Cap G, and Kamaya, and Playboy Cardi, uh, Triple X Tentacion, Ugly God, and Maiden TYO's, uh, Cyphers. And something that just struck me as really odd. Why was the first Cypher three rappers and went for four minutes? The next one was four rappers and only went for three. First of all, they were all kind of whack, the first three. The only one I feel was actually interesting was Ugly God, because you could tell he was trying to go off of the last guy's, like, words, and he was like, okay, I'm gonna take that, and then try to twist it. It didn't really end up, like, being anything clever or funny, but it was like, okay, but at least they're sort of like, ah, I'm trying to take off of your thing and build off of it, but it didn't really work. You had your boy, Triple X. I'm doing really serious. I'm going to talk about how I'm walking home and I'm going to follow you home and kill you and the demons are going to take you when the, when the apocalypse comes. And I, I don't know about you, but like, I thought it was kind of cool. It was just like, oh, that's cool, like, imagery. You know, people kept saying to me, that, like, the main comments I kept seeing was, his fans are all on his dick because his verse was, uh, um you know, deeper sounding than it really was. That's all I kept hearing. I didn't hear anyone actually praising him. I just heard, like, I guess all these millions of people just saw the one fucking person praising him and were just like, how dare that guy praise him? That verse wasn't that good. But it was like, compared to what else was happening, yeah, it was actually interesting at the very least. For me, the people actually complimenting Triple X was non-existent. All I saw were people saying, oh, the Triple uh, X fans are just gonna kiss his ass. It was just like, I mean... It was good. Oh, <laughs> like, it was good. I mean, it wasn't incredible, but it was definitely better than all the shit that came before. 
Like, I bet Maiden TYO's fans aren't this, you know, fucking debating whether or not he had a good verse. Playboy Cardi's fans aren't debating whether or not he had a good verse. But at least we're talking about at Triple X, you know? See, I'm finished trying to understand what the fuck is up with hip-hop at this point. I have my own opinions, and that's it. I'm not gonna try to figure out anyone else's. Because at this fucking point, the two big goddamn buzzwords seem to be old head and mumble rap neither one seems to be used correctly or mean what the fuck it's supposed to mean and they're just used like people used to use hipster for everything you got one hand you got these people like Lil Uzi Vert Lil Yachty that crowd you know the the 21 Savages the fucking Kodak Blacks right Mm -hmm. and they're doing their whole thing and it's not my thing I'm not really big on it, or whatever. They're not all the time mumbling, right? But it's like, yeah. you know, I, I, I could see how some people could like that shit, right? And the people that hate on it, the fans are like, ah, you're just pissed off because it's people doing something new and different. And then fucking, then Triple X comes out and does something new and different, and everyone shits on it? Yeah. I don't get that. I don't get the fuck. <laughs> There's no consistency. Am I supposed to listen to, look at my wrist, goddamn, look at my bitch, goddamn, look at my dick, goddamn, talk shit, hit <laughs> And that's supposed to, I'm supposed to be like, yeah! How is that any good? And that's really disappointing because Ugly God had the best individual freestyle. Yeah. Look at my swag, bitch. Uh, I got big cash. Look at my wrist. Mm, wait. It's like, what the fuck? It <laughs> just fell apart. <laughs> and then people are like, ugh, what the hell? Imagery going off on a limb, not bragging about shit. Who the fuck does he think he is? I'm finished. <laughs> I'm finished. I'm trying to understand what the fuck is supposed to be good at this point. Honestly, this is the beginning. I don't care what is supposed to be good. I didn't like this goddamn album we're talking about this week. I thought it was shit. <laughs> and we're gonna get shit for that. And I don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> We liked we liked 444. We're old heads. We don't like fucking uh 21 Savage. Oh, we got something against mumble rap. Fuck off. <laughs> you don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm just fucking <laughs> Oh! I watched the cipher from last year that had Kodak Black, 21 Savage, Lil Uzi Vert, and Lil Yachty, and uh Denzel Curry. And Denzel Curry was the only person who did fucking anything worth listening to. Everyone else fucking sucked. And it was just looking at this, and I'm seeing them all. They're having a good time. They're riffing on each other. Like, uh, Lil Luzi Vert goes up there, and he's just like, uh, he's like, 21, Lil Boat. And he's like, referencing all the other people that are up there, and they're all cutting up, and they're digging it. And I'm like, see, I like these guys because they look like they're having fun. But I wouldn't fucking buy an album of any of these people because they're not saying shit. And then someone fucking does go up there and does something that you've never seen any of these people do in these ciphers. Get down, no beat, doing something interesting, and people are so excited to shit on it. And it's like, is it personal? Is it because they just don't like him personally? Because you'd think that if someone was doing something creative and different... That they'd be praised for it, but no. It's like, so what the hell do you want at that point? You you want what people shit on and call mumble rap, even if it isn't. And you want that all to sound the same? Is that it? 
like you want everyone to sound like Future or you want everyone to sound like Lil Uzi Vert and fucking uh, Lil Yachty. And if anyone dares to something different, then what? What are they? Trying too hard? Since when is that a thing? Trying too hard. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go on a whole fucking tirade there, but it's just like, I don't fucking get these people, man. <laughs> You're like fucking perplexed. <laughs> I don't, I'm baffled, Muse dude. going off. <laughs> I'm just trying to think, was Triple X's individual uh, freestyle? What did we say about that? Did we like that one? We liked it, but we thought he was going too fast for some reason. He was going too fast. That's true. Which isn't to say he's trying too hard. I'm just saying I personally wasn't able to follow it. And that's on me. Honestly. But at that point, like we were talking about Watsky, how we were like, dude, slow down a little bit because it's a bit exhausting. If he were to do that on, and like throughout the entire album, it would be exhausting and it'd be hard to follow. You could do it every so often. Like, Tech 9 doesn't speed rap all the time, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just throw it in for variety. Sorry I hijacked shit. <laughs> no, go the, ahead, man. For the I, past few minutes. I go but... off all the time. I feel like I feel like you don't get yours. <laughs> it's like I'm just looking at this, and Playboy Cardi's Ugly Gods and Maiden TYO's, if I wasn't looking, because I'm not familiar with them enough on their own, I haven't really listened to their own work, I wouldn't know who was who. They're all fucking saying the same shit. And I can only tell P uh, PNB Rock apart from everybody else because he had the unexplicable urge to throw a fucking homophobic slur in his freestyle for some unknown reason. Because that needed to be in there. Wait, wasn't he also the guy who, like, because Kyle, in his verse, he kind of talked, it was either Kyle or Amine, he was talking about, like, uh, no, I think it was Amine who was like, uh, yeah, you're, you wanted me at one point, but now you don't, and now I'm rich, and don't you feel like shit? And then PNB Rock had basically a similar verse, but it was like, he was just being an asshole. It was just like, hey, uh, I, I'm, I'm about to have sex with you, and I'm popping this molly, and I said, you're, bitch, you're kind of annoying. And she's like, haha, you're funny, but you're so cute. Anyway, I want to have sex with my friend, too. It was just like, this isn't how people talk. Like, this isn't real. <laughs> like, it was just so goddamn dumb. Like, what originally happened is... He tried to be, you know, hey, I'm going to be the cool guy who doesn't really care about you. And I was saying, yeah, whatever, bitch. And she just, like, was like, fuck you, and left. And he was like, well, this is how it would have gone in my head. <laughs> and, you know, and this was the verse that he gave us with. This was what would happen if, you know, she would have listened to me. And she would have been like, oh, you're so cool. You can have sex with my friend and my sister. Like... <laughs> You know, it was just such like, okay, yeah, yeah, jerking off hand motion. And then Cap G actually had a, a very cool, good verse. I enjoyed his. Cap G continues to impress. And I will say that these freestyles, both the individual ones and the ciphers, admittedly, are not the best way to be introduced to these rappers because... But the thing is, it should be. It should be. Like, you know... That this is, hey, the freshman class, you know everyone's going to talk about this. Why aren't you putting your best foot forward? Oh, yeah, well, it's, it's what I'm saying. Two years in a row, I, I can't speak for the years before because I didn't watch those. But like, like I said, before we started, I watched some of the ciphers from last year. And watching this one, the beats that they play under the freestyles 
aren't anything like what these people are going to eventually use on their albums. Mm -hmm. They always go with something much slower, like what 21 Savage ended up doing on the album that, that we listened to for this week's show. Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Yachty, they're not rapping that fast to to DJ drama beats on their albums. It's slower. It's like it like there's more time in between. And that that that's why I say that it's not the best way to get a really good impression of it because that's not the style that they're gonna be doing on their album. But my question is, it's like do they not get any fucking, like, preparation for what they're supposed to do? There's no way they don't. Like, do, is it like, surprise, have to rap on this beat now? Like, no. I'm assuming they get some sort of, like, here's the beat you rap over. Yo, we're going to give you this amount of time to write your rhymes. You know, it's not like they just pull up on them, you know, in the middle of the night and shove a camera in the face and like, start rapping, bitch. I, I imagine that there is a certain amount of, of planning because they stopped it for Triple X's verse. Yeah. So they got to work together for that shit. But I think it also comes down to this is the triple XL freshman cipher. All eyes are on you. Exactly. You're going to be trying way harder, or at least we thought these people would be trying way harder to impress than they're going to on their album. Because by then, who fucking cares? You already got the deal. Exactly. You're already making the money. You've already got the concert dates. It should be a competition. Like, I don't know, like, you know, when I hear about the Wu-Tang Clan, when they made their first album, they felt like it was a competition to make the best verse out of everyone on the song. And that's why the songs turned out so good. Cause it because everyone's like, on their A-game. Yeah, exactly. But these guys don't sound like they're trying to outdo it. And I understand, like, as the typical fan at home who already is a fan of these guys, you're like, ah, oh, it doesn't matter, man. I don't really care. It's like, well, of course it doesn't matter to you. But they are not you. They are not a fan who's already into the artist listening to their song. You are the artist trying to put yourself out there to be like, this is why you should give a shit about what I'm doing. But it's like, I'm not a fan of Triple X. I don't really know him. I don't have any personal investment or I have nothing to gain or lose by saying, yeah, I thought that verse was interesting, you know? Because at the end of the day, I don't know if I'm going to like his album. There's a good chance I won't. But <laughs> I liked what he did there. And like I said earlier, I liked Ugly God's individual freestyle, but then he just repeated fucking Maiden T.Y.O.'s um, Diamonds When I Walk, Diamonds When I Talk, Diamonds When I Walk, Diamonds When I Talk. It's like, okay, why, though? You did so good before, now why are you just quoting the shortest, most uninspired verse fucking Maiden T.Y.O.'s for like, oh yeah, I just heard that a second ago. Now he's saying it. <laughs> like, what, what am I supposed to get out of that? He can repeat well. What does that mean for me? So, Kamaya, I, I, we <sighs> had a small different opinion, not too much. Mm. Um, I dug her individual freestyle. It wasn't my favorite, but I remember you saying you weren't a fan because it didn't really bring anything too particularly interesting to the table. Now, I will completely agree that... I didn't need all that shit from her. Yeah, like it felt in like the she cipher. it felt like she kept going like, "Wait, no, 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 just keep listening. Eventually one of these lines is going to impress you." You oh, know? Didn't get there ever. Never did. I was like, just like, "Man, like, come on. Stop. <laughs> You're making me more annoyed at the fact that you keep trying." <laughs> right? It's like, "Dude, this isn't going to work." Yeah, I I don't it, it just felt like a typical freestyle that wouldn't stop 
like nobody typical... went that long did they like nobody yeah. in the other ones went that long and usually when someone goes that long it's like oh my god what they're doing is so impressive i'm like oh god they keep going oh shit but hers is just like you could stop anytime bro <laughs> she didn't fucking break into rap god <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> oh my god it just keeps going oh it's just like yeah okay I couldn't tell you a single fucking thing she said, and she went for like two and a half minutes, three minutes. There was one good line, I think, that I that was unexpected, and I was like, "Oh, that was." Well, anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. I, I I remember she said something interesting, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> but yeah, so overall, this has just been really underwhelming. Is that everyone? I think that's everyone, right? I'm glad it's over. <laughs> but I, I, the only thing I've come away from this, the only thing I've come away from this is that I think Kyle will be a good pop rapper guy. And I mm-hmm. look forward to that. Like, I'm not looking forward to listening to an album, but I am looking forward to like, hey, he's probably going to have another cool single. Amine seems like a really fun dude. And I feel like he might actually have a very interesting album. A Booger with the Hoodie, I've heard one or two of his tracks, and I'm like, yeah. Um... Made it TYO. <laughs> uh, Playboy Cardi. <laughs> Playboy Cardi is nah. It just feels no. like it's gonna be typical stuff. Uh, Ugly God and Triple X Tenacion feels like they're gonna be the highlights for the next year. Honestly, I would be surprised if I heard anything from them on the radio. Uh, Ugly God is gonna be like the sleeper hit guy. I think he'll be the indie darling. Yeah, yeah, and, and Triple X Tentacion, uh, Tentacion, if he doesn't, like, if he stops getting in trouble with shit that I keep I was just gonna about, say, if he doesn't get his ass kicked first. Like, dude, just, like, like, honestly, talking to him right now, like, dude, please, keep your nose clean, man. You, you seem like a solid dude. Trust me, there's another guy who was popularly known as, uh, Just X, who also was, you know, the fucking... American badass who did whatever the fuck he wanted and didn't give a shit and da da da. And that's basically DMX right now. Just look at DMX. Google DMX. Just Google a picture of DMX right now. Do you want to be that? I was just going to say, if you, if you image Google search DMX, you'll probably get a mugshot. Yeah, like Google DMX 2017 and just look at that and just be like, do you really want that to be you? You know, a dude who's seriously really talented but completely fucked it up because he would not stop do it, fucking around with that hood shit. If anyone needed to sit across from Joe Budden and fucking get a slice of, dude, stop. <laughs> it's fucking him. Like, we always say he gives, like, the worst advice. And for the most part, he does. But seriously, what's the worst that he could fucking tell X? It's like, dude, what the fuck? Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that needs to be the fucking scared straight 2017. <laughs> Look at Joe Button. Everyone else kind of feels like duds a bit, you know? Which really sucks. And, and I hate to get, I don't know, sexist, I guess, but like it really sucks that Kamaya is unremarkable. You know, because it's like, it's like, goddamn, like, no, if you're a female rapper, you you really do have to be the best out of everybody in order to just get by. It's like, and, and who told her the way to impress him is to have a really long verse? Just have a really short, good one. I, I, I really hate, like, I, I really want to promote, like, you know, black female artists, because I feel like we don't really get that in hip-hop, but, you know, I want to promote you if you're good. You know what I'm saying? 
And I didn't see that she was dope here. I'm looking through the comments on the Playboy Cardi Triple X video because I still have that one pulled up. And all the comments are people making jokes about, oh, Triple X sounding like a school shooter or something. Uh, are, are we seriously going to act like Triple X is going out on a limb talking about violent shit when that's what Eminem, like, based his entire career on? <laughs> like, you're fucking serious now? I, I get that, you know, you got you got people like Lil Uzi Vert and Lil Yachty, I keep going back to them too, because, you know, they're, or like, a uh, young thug, who are, you know, they present positive image, images of themselves for the most part, maybe not in the music, but they seem like happy dudes, and then you got this guy bringing some somber shit, and all of a sudden, like, yeah, oh. everyone needs to sound fucking happy, Jesus. Yeah, it's like, I'm fine with with diversity, like, is that the thing now? Now everyone's happy, so you can't sound emotional. That'd be weird. <laughs> That's really what I'm seeing. Uh, X thinks he's an uh, evil anime character. The thing is, it's not like it's not it's not like he says I'm rolling up to a school and I'm going to shoot everybody. He's talking about fantastical, you know, uh, end. If it was the end of the world, would I take your life just to say fuck it? Like. It's like, oh, that's interesting. This is just imagery that I can think about that this person has planted in my head. It's just a cool I it's just a fucking cool idea. Like, can't we just have cool ideas anymore? No, like, we need to look at wrists. We need to look at my bitch. We need to look at my dick. <laughs> that's it. There was that whole thing with Chance the Rapper, and we didn't even really know what the, what, what the hell was going on there. They Apparently, still haven't explained what he did. Apparently there's some fucking shit going on with the uh, Justice League again, too. He got the Justice League to produce a beat or two for him for his latest album. Uh-huh. Um, but the Justice League isn't just like, it's not like three guys. Apparently, there's like a, like a whole corporation of guys that work for him. Oh. And one of the, the underlings or whatever produced the beat for Chance. And so what Chance did is he just paid that guy directly instead of paying the Justice League company. And so what they're doing is like, nah, man, you should have paid us and then we pay that guy. But Chance is kind of on the sort of like, no, nah, it should be all independent. The guy who did the work gets the money. But it's just like, yeah, but he's under contract for us. So that's none of your concern. Like, <laughs> And I really don't know where to side with on that. Because I do feel like in a way, like if you could have gotten away with it, like, yeah, sure. Just pay the guy who actually did it. Because it's like, hey, man, I understand you're struggling. And, you know, they're taking out a piece of your pie. But you're doing it to get by. Hey, here's a little, you know, help to you. But once you get caught, <laughs> you need to just be like, all right, fine. <laughs> you know? I think it's uh, a whole bunch of people not understanding how the laws work or they don't think it applies to them. Yeah. I've been seeing this a lot lately about people just not understanding how, like, to credit artists properly and, like, how to just respect artists and their wishes. Yeah, because what Chance said, I think uh, one of his defenses or whatever was that, like, hey, I put it on SoundCloud, it's for free, I'm not getting paid off of it, so it shouldn't count as, you know, like, I shouldn't have to pay for it since it's uh, it's uploaded for free, I'm getting no profit. But the argument that people would make against it is that, like, well, but when you go to concerts, people expect to hear that song, don't they? So you're still, you know what I mean? It's not like, hey, I'm not going to perform any of these songs, no. When people go to their concerts, they want to hear the song that you just put up for free on SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud. So technically, you're profiting from that, from the, uh, the the expectation of what your live show is going to be. I think I would be more likely to side with the producers uh, because, 
I mean, you, usually the way it is is that the, the main artists, we want to side with them because, hey, we see their face. We see Chance's face. We like Chance. He's a personality that we like. But I feel like sometimes the producer can kind of be like the guy who's in the back and kind of going like, wait a minute, but I made the thing that people are dancing to. Like, you know. What do I have to gain from siding with the artist? It, it's, it's pretty selfish. It's like, hey, I like that song. But it's like, well, if he didn't do the work, then he doesn't deserve the credit, you know? I yeah, mean, it, yeah, it yeah. goes back to Drake and the whole ghostwriting thing. It's like, if I like his shit, you know, that's one thing. But if he didn't write it and someone else wrote it, like, I'm going to give that dude credit. Like, I could still like the song, but I'm not going to give Drake, you know, full credit if it's not deserved. Um, do you just want to, for fuck's sake... Get this over with. Uh, <laughs> ah, 21. 21. 21. Does he think it's impressive how he can squeeze 21 into the lines? Like, I was watching his freestyle for the for double XL, and he would say something, and right before the next one, he'd, he'd throw in a little 21. And it's like, is anyone watching being like, man, how is he so effortlessly throwing a 21 in between lines? People have got to think that's fucking annoying, right? Like, even his fans. <laughs> that shit is trying. I hate it. I, it's so interesting because it's like, it's just your name. Like, could you imagine if, like, every line, Jay-Z was like, uh, Jay-Z, I'm getting this money. Uh, Jay-Z. <laughs> like, right? It's like, it's like uh, is enough. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, he'll say, like, oh, it's Hove, you know, or... Yo, Jay-Z in the motherfucking building, like, something like that to introduce himself. Right. But not, to, not every line just saying his own name. Does you know? anyone do that? It's like, why? Why are you doing that? I mean, maybe it just, it's just, it's just coming to a point where it's like, it's not even, it's just something he says to fill the time before he says the next line. Like, yeah. these are all freestyled, and he's just like, 21. So I'm getting all this money, uh, 21. And I'm gonna make it funny, uh. Like, it's just, just so, so there's space filled, so it doesn't sound too, you know, too much, like there's too much dead air, you know? You know, it, it is very possible that it's one of those things where, like, I heard Samuel L. Jackson says motherfucker in his lines because he kind of has, like, a mental freeze, and he says that to kind of keep him on track. Huh. <laughs> that's funny. Do you think that's what 21 Savage does? Like, that keeps him on time? Just throwing the <laughs> random 21 in there. Or else, if he didn't, he would just lose his place. I remember Eminem, back in his freestyling days, he would go like, ha 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 ha, ha ha oh, ha yeah. And then like, you know, when you're, when you're listening and trying to like study a rapper, you're like, oh, I know why he's doing that. He's trying to let you know he's thinking of shit, but he, you know, he's, it's sort of like, um, or uh, in a conversation, but he doesn't want to say, uh, um, so he's like, yeah, I got this. Ha 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 ha. Check this out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but the thing is, it's like just saying uh, 21. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Maybe it just sounds good to him, but it's just like, I don't know why you're doing this. Why you keep doing this, you know? And um, if you want to do that when you're recording, that's great. Edit that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So here's. 21 Savage's album, it's an album, <laughs> and that's just the name of it. it it's, it's an album. <laughs> like, you, I, you wanted an album, here, here it is. <laughs> like, man, if, <laughs> if anything is ever here, sounded my so... Here, my dear, is an you know, album. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like, if anything has ever sounded so, like, underwhelming, <laughs> like, yep, it, it's definitely that. There you go. Remember that meme you liked that I say, apparently? Yeah, I, ju- I just said it for my album. Embracing the minimal meme that this has become. <laughs> and it's weird because this isn't, like, a funny, ridiculous internet sort of album. It's not, there's not a lot of quote-worthy things he says in this album, you know no. what I mean? no. So it's like, it's just odd that, like, that really does feel like it's from a place of, like, dude, I don't fucking know. What do you want to call it? It's an album. I don't know. Like, even the the album cover kind of looks like, um, do you remember Krayshawn's album? Yeah. With the sort of, like, uh, that, the, the, uh, the way it's, like, animated, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I got the double cups and trees that are uh, on fire for some reason. And lots of money. Look, it's money. Yeah. Ooh, isn't that silly? Look at Issa is put in really big white letters. Ha <laughs> Because the name of the album is Issa. It's just like, this is not reflective of what this music sounds like. Man, n- now you just got me thinking, why didn't Krayshawn take off? <laughs> <laughs> Any fucking way. So, in an alternate reality where Krayshawn was as big as Hove. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> Everything else is the same except Jay Z and Cray Sean switch places. <laughs> so Jay Z had like one mini viral hit <laughs> yeah. about swag pumping out of his ovaries, and that was it. But fucking, they're like, dude, Mount Rushmore first ballot, Cray Sean. What did you think of this album? Uh, I'd probably give it a, a generous two. <laughs> Are we just gonna skip to the end? Well, no, or we could be like that Seinfeld episode. We start from the end and then we work our way backwards. All right. Well, I, I would actually agree with you on that, too. Okay. Um, the two is largely uh, in reaction to the beat work mm-hmm. and the production. Couldn't have cared less what he was saying. Um, yeah. There's only a couple songs that even kind of like made me like, oh, you know, like he's switching it up a little bit. Still saying the exact same shit, but uh, switching it up a little bit. Um, but yeah, I liked the beats. I tweeted earlier today, a fucking three tracks in. First track. Okay, second track. Third track. We got a little producer sound at the beginning. You're like, oh! It's like, oh. If it's just going to sound the same, who fucking cares who produced it? <laughs> all these fucking tracks it's like most of these is like it's the same old shit but it's like who cares if this is a fucking DJ Mustard beat or if this is a uh Metro Boomin if you're Metro yeah. <laughs> that could be my favorite producer audio watermark by the way <laughs> if you're Metro don't trust you I'ma shoot you like, like oh, okay wow that's uh, hey wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe he got the wrong maybe he got the wrong impression of me what is this bullshit <laughs> I gotta ask my metro real quick I gotta make sure why well, well, I gotta me. die cause I was having a bad day and happened to bump into him <laughs> like some of them just make me laugh like the gangster grizzles like that makes me laugh cause it's loud and in your fucking face um I used to really hate the uh muzzled on the beat ho but it was like yeah it's okay Especially if it goes with the beat. Like, I don't yeah. really mind. 
What was that other one that was like, it was a few years ago, it was like Kane something? I remember there was one, I don't know if this was a person who actually did this or people just did this, but there was a guy who was just like, damn son, where'd you find this? What was that one I'm thinking of? I think it was all over that fucking, that Young Money album I reviewed. Oh, you hear the, the bit, the bit, the business. No, not the business, because I remember, I remember the, the, the business, the business. I'm thinking of Kane. Kane something? Oh, yeah. Kane's in the building, N-word. Oh, yeah. Kane is in the building. It, it yeah, I think, always... I think he said that at the beginning. Yeah, he said that at the beginning of Bedrock. It's like, K-K-K-K, Kane's in the building. I always thought he was saying haters in the building. Like, So did I. <laughs> like, not oh, okay. an effective, not an effective tag. Yeah. <laughs> if I can't tell what it's saying, and the one word I can't tell is your name, there's a problem. <laughs> Min- uh, like, I minimally enjoyed uh, the No Heart song, right? Because it was an introduction to his character. And it mm. was interesting how he had moments where he was talking as the hater, and how it was like, yo, Savage, why, why, why are you acting like that, man? <laughs> just like the wimpy sort of hater, and he's just going like, yeah, man, fuck all that, ask you bitch how I want dictates. <laughs> and it's like, it's interesting for one song, and then it's like, here's a whole album, no features, <laughs> just him, and it's like, hmm, and how long is this album now? <laughs> uh, yeah, 56 minutes? Oh, and there's a seven-minute freestyle at the end? Oh, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. I thought it was so funny that it just, it's straight up, it's called seven-minute freestyle. It's like, let there be no mistake. <laughs> and it, I really don't give a shit about this being an interesting or standout track. Here is me rapping for seven minutes. Not rapping anything interesting. It's just... No. If you wanted to hear what you heard before, but without a chorus, oh boy, I got the song for you. Again, I hate to bring it back, but you fucking look up seven minute freestyle on Genius, first person that comes up is Big L. Don't fucking name your shit after something Big L did. Don't do that shit. Uh, Quite a bit of a step down, eh? It's one of those albums where it starts off because, like, hey, here is like uh 21 savage and all the the vocal ticks and uh sounds and affectations affectations that he kind of does so for the first two tracks i kind of dug it because like oh this is him this this is what he sounds like as a rapper and it's just after a while the beats are very dark right and Mm -hmm. there are moments where that darkness inspires his rhymes um Mm. There's actually one song where he's like, money numbs the pain, money numbs the pain, or something like that. Yeah. And, and it was like, the way he was just repeating it, and the way it worked with the verses was like, okay, I like I feel what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, I actually understand. I, when I close my eyes, I see dead people? Yeah, that was, <laughs> was that one. And then, uh, close my eyes, yeah, yeah, where he said, um... He said, uh, have you ever did, have you ever did a real homicide, nigga? Have you ever made a nigga's mama cry, nigga? Like, it's just the way he's saying it It was like, you could almost see the sort of like looking into your eyes, like, do you really know what this gangster shit is about? And it was just like, I wish I had more like scary ass real moments like that. Um, but then didn't he turn around and make it like, oh no, the, the dead people are the people on my money. Yeah, and it's just like, so oh. It's like, oh. <laughs> I, like, I thought he was talking about, like, 
you know, the people that he's killed or something like that. You know what I mean? You, you just wanted it to be so much more interesting than it actually was. Yeah, and, and then the random homophobia, it was like, man, you know, I, like, I mean, he's street dude, so I'm pretty sure he doesn't give a fuck, but it is kind of weird. <laughs> it's just like, it's like uh, feels like the li- I'm the last real rapper because these niggas weird. Man, these niggas queer. S- sipping ass cheers. And it was just like, oh, that was... Like, wow, we still allow that? Like, he hasn't gotten any heat for that? Like, <laughs> yep, you know? No, that's fine. <laughs> like, no, we don't, we don't expect to give a shit about him. No. But it was just interesting that he was saying, like, I'm the last one real. Uh, this nigga's weird. Like, that just felt like a weird thing for him to say. Because we're in this age where I kind of felt, I kind of feel like weirder rappers are more accepted. And so for him to be like, why these niggas acting weird? Like, it just feels like he's the one who's out of place, you know? It's like, it's like, is he talking about, like, when he was in that freestyle with, like, all the other, like, quote-unquote weird dudes? And it's just like, you think you're the one that's, like, not weird? Like, what? Your whole face <laughs> is tatted up. I would consider you weird. But, no, let's not fucking say these guys are queers or whatever. You a dick-jumping faggot. You a mascot. <laughs> I'm sorry? Yeah, I'm like, holy shit. I'm sorry, but you instantly lose points for that shit. It's no different, in my opinion, than when we gave shit to B.O.B. for rapping about being a flat earther, you know? Like, if you're listening to that song and he says something like that and you're like, whoa, the fuck is that? That's kind of weird. I take that into question then I think anyone else can be like, hey, no, 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 why do he say that? I take that into question. It's no different. Rappers using the N-word, I'm not even going to put in my two cents on that because that's not my place to put in my two cents. You know, like, if it makes me uncomfortable or not, that really doesn't matter because I'm not ultimately the one that would be, you know, getting the most, like, offended by it, you know? Mm -hmm. But... As someone who does identify as queer, when you hear something like that in a song, I wouldn't go ahead and call it a trigger because it isn't for me anyway, but it makes you listen to these new rappers and you're listening to it and it's like you're walking on eggshells because you're like, I know it's going to come at any point (laughs) because I know these people don't give a fucking shit immediately whenever I hear someone do that shit. Like when fucking PNB uh, Rock said, uh, I think he uh, dropped the D word. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And I was like, oh, well, that's awkward. All right. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, all right. I instantly don't care about this verse. I was like, I'm sorry. I hate to be like that, but it's like immediately I lost interest. I was like, ah, fuck this guy. It's hard to, after that, just be like, Ugh. No, because I mean, he didn't honestly, have to. Honestly, to flip it, it would be like if, you know, you heard a country singer, and, you know, I'm cool with country, but if a country singer randomly was like and we don't like those blacks around us but anyway i love you girl i I would be like okay well i automatically can't enjoy this as much as i could have because you specifically called out you know disrespected a group of people that i belong to you know what i mean we could bring it even closer to home what if randomly macklemore decided to just drop an N-bomb in a song. And, and not just drop an N-bomb, but in a derogatory way. Like, not just saying, yo, schoolboy cues, my nigga, but going like, I'm fucking tired of dealing with these niggas. He would be blacklisted, pardon the pun, so fucking fast. <laughs> Nobody would want to work with his ass ever again. And I don't even know if anyone does anymore, but maybe they do. I, I get it. I get it. If you're, 
gangster hardcore type of thug fucking dude. You're already listening to this, and there's no need to listen to this review anyway. Like, you're already listening right. to this. Like, you don't I care can't... what we gotta say. Yeah, exactly. So this isn't for you anyway. <laughs> yeah. So keep it, keep it pushing. I'm talking <laughs> about, I'm talking to anyone who might be like, hey, I heard of 21 Savage, but does he actually have anything that's interesting? Um, he's very confusing as an artist. Mm. Like, here's the thing. If you're gonna be that hardcore role, play that to the fullest. And I feel like because he doesn't really take it that seriously, he doesn't really take the the darker pictures that the song could be painting seriously. So there are points where I'm not sure if a song's supposed to be a sex song or a fuck you, I'm going to kill you song. You know, yeah. like Baby Girl, for instance. Dude, mm. most of that song is like how I'm going to fuck you up. And like he ends the verses. The way he ends the verses are... uh no more hot boxes, nigga. All my shit foreign. Red, red, pee in the bed. Got a nigga snoring. And I was like, wait, did I hear that wrong? Or did he just confess to peeing the bed while he sleeps? Like, <laughs> how the fuck is that related? And, you know, I looked at the lyrics. And I was like, oh, and, you know, they're, they're going like, oh, yeah, sometimes he sips too much lean. And, you know, he goes to sleep and he it, it, it knocks him out. And so he wets the bed. It's just like, is that... Is that gangsta? Like, what the fuck? Like, Everybody pees the pants. It's the coolest. <laughs> no, but it wasn't like a revealing moment, like, where Childish Gambino was, like, you know, uh, going on tour and, you know, I peed the bed, like, the first week or something like that because I was so scared about, you know, going out into the world and living my life and trying yeah. to not fail. You know, like, I understand that, but it was just randomly, like... Red, red. By the way, I, I peed in the bed and a nigga snored. And then the very next line is, yeah, suck me like a lollipop, baby girl. Yeah, suck me like a lollipop. I was like, dude, the last image you just gave us was <laughs> your piss-stained dick. <laughs> and now you're saying, suck me like a lollipop. Like, fucking ew. <laughs> and then there's another part where he goes like, he's talking all this gangster shit, and then he's randomly talking about, like, I'm gonna fuck your bitch, of course. Of course, it's your mm -hmm. girlfriend. And then he goes... I pull up with that stick and let that bitch spark. I swear I would have shot that cracker if I was Rosa Parks. Yeah, suck me like a lollipop, baby girl. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Wait, slow down. <laughs> can, we, can we figure out how we got from point A to point B? <laughs> like, why are you thinking about randomly, like, the civil rights era <laughs> and how you would have been packing like they would have let you have a goddamn gun on a bus? And then, of course, you have the uh, Thug Life song, which, again, I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be, like, it sounded like it was supposed to have a theme, where, like, it was like, you know, here's the thing about this type of guy, like, he doesn't give a fuck, and he'll tell you a real event that happened in his life, right? Mm -hmm. And I respect that, because this is, he is all about authentic music, and I feel that to, to the degree that you make it to the best that you can. Um, and I feel like there's two ways that can go. It can either be, I'm going to give you something that's so real. You can't do it. You can't do anything with it, but respect it. Like Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy Q yeah. is on that gangster shit just like this, but he has such great stories and he has such amazing, uh, an amazing voice that, that really sounds like he cares about making you uh, piss your pants from how fucking, you know, not giving a shit he is or, you know what I'm saying? Like, or really giving you the story of what he's going through. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so this ends up sounding like, you know, schoolboy Hugh Light because he does the second option, which is sort of like, I'm so real. I don't even give a fuck 
how I'm saying this. If it comes out, it just comes out. And when mm. it's unfocused like that, it's just kind of like, okay, well, now I don't really know where you're going. Because this song is like, the verse is saying, uh, I'm thinking to myself, you ain't gang, nigga, fuck you. Feel like Tupac, thug life, nigga, fuck you. If he had the password to your phone, he wouldn't have cuffed you. Dog ass bitch, I knew I never should have trusted you. Mm. So I'm thinking, okay, so this song is going to be about like this girl that cheated like like this guy is my friend and he just had a girl cheat on him with someone else and like whatever wherever that song is gonna go it's gonna be about that right Mm. but then like the second like the second and you could make the argument oh he's talking about pulling up on people maybe he's pulling up on that person but then he's like he goes like i'm beating down glidwood nigga feeling like a champ nigga we ain't taking no deals Little nigga, we ain't snitching. We ain't making no sound. Used to jump niggas. Now we jumping in a crowd. Used to make my mama cry, but now I make her proud. I remember rainy days, but now she likes the sound. And it's like, oh, so now you're just talking about, like, how things are better for you now. Like, you know, how things are going good. And, you know, man, mm. I remember listening to my music when, you know, driving down the street. And now I'm making my own money. And now my mom's happy because you're going to have to deal with this. I was like, what the fuck does that have to do with the chorus of... You know, oh, if, if he would have had your password to your phone, he wouldn't have, you know, fucked with you as his girlfriend. Like, what does that have to do with anything? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, how is that shit related? You know? And that that's what I feel when, when I'm saying that, like, I don't like a song. It's just like, it's not focused. Focus on what you're talking about. These people, these fans who don't really give a shit and really don't understand how songs are written and how they're supposed to be made to make you feel something. I get that they don't get that. But you are supposed to get that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Someone should have been able to get in your ear and be like, hey, man, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, stick to the point. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? Um, and uh, now FaceTime was the first song where I felt like he was actually focusing on something. Yeah, I thought so, too. Uh, it was a lovey-dovey love song. And oh, oh, my God, I almost forgot. The auto-tune on this out. Dude, okay. <laughs> if there's one thing that 21 Savage didn't fucking need. It was goddamn auto-tune. Leave that guy's fucking voice alone. Like yeah. his, his voice already has a sort of growl to it and where it's like, if you are into that, you're gonna be into that. Why the fuck would you put auto-tune on it? Yeah, I thought that was weird, especially when like they did the first two tracks and he didn't really have it all that much. Then the third one, it was strong as shit. It was like... Was this necessary? Yeah, it's like his voice in no way lends itself to autotune. He doesn't really sing like that. No. And for the points that he does, I would appreciate it more if we just heard his voice. And you know what I mean? Now, I understand mm-hmm. they're probably going to put autotune on it now because that's just what they do. But, like, you know, like in the fucking 90s, like, if someone couldn't sing, it didn't fucking matter. He just sang it wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I would actually have appreciated it more if, if I just heard him sing. Like, dude, fucking Barrett. Sure, it's going to sound bad, but it's going to sound like you. I thought you were all about being real. I thought you were like, fuck these fake niggas. You know, why, mm. then why are you putting auto-tune on your voice? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that struck me immediately as not his decision. But yeah, FaceTime was the first song that really felt like a song about something. Uh, it was about drunk driving over to a girl's place and asking her if you could FaceTime because I'm too drunk to text, which is like, why the fuck are you driving? And also, how did you let her know that you can't text? <laughs> yeah, did you fucking do speech to text? Yeah. <laughs> how were you uh, able to find the button? Yeah, so, you know, um, 
But, you know, and, you know, it's the Thugs Need Love to song and uh-huh. Alan Perkinsville, but and I don't think it uh, has enough, um, it, I don't think it has enough solid production to really, like, strike out as one of his big hits. Like, this isn't going to be his, you know, his fucking Method Man and Mary J. Blige, all that I need, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it probably will be the, the big breakout radio single, though, you from this so? album. I don't think, because the thing is, I don't think... If there is one. Yeah, I don't think he has that yet. I think, and of course, I'm, I'm kind of glad they didn't try to, like, you know, throw a fucking Trey songs on one of his songs. Oh, Jesus, that would have seemed so out of left field. Yeah, I was like, I don't believe this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, you know... Like, if he's gonna have that sort of song, like, have it, like, I like the first chorus, hey, I have two drugs to text, so can we FaceTime? Hey, that speaks to a real experience. And then he just goes, we could get drunk all weekend, let's get drunk all weekend, baby. It's like, I don't think that's the real lovey-dovey sentiment you want to go for. No. (laughs) You know, it just doesn't, like, I don't know, like, I I at least, like, when he said, a girl, I want to taste yours if you're gonna taste mine, I won't take your love for granted if you don't take mine. You know, it's explicit. And it's very simple, but it's like, at least that's, like, real. But just saying, like, let's get drunk a lot. Let's just get wasted all weekend. Ah! Like, I don't know. It just sort of cut out the any sort of emotionality that could have uh, been associated with this. Um, But I do like nothing new. Uh, And it was actually interesting on that song. It's like, man, you know, people talk about uh, 21 never gets political. <laughs> and it's like... You know, what's actually interesting, it's like, you make all these songs about how you're a real thug, real killer, you know, that is political in a way. Yeah. Like, what are the things that lead you to feel that you have to do this? That is political. You could analyze that. Or, you could give us the most real picture in a way that really makes us understand and, um, you know, maybe not fear, but just, like, know the, 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 the soundtrack, the the sort of paint, painting the picture of the reality of that situation you're in. I feel like mm. he's not focused enough to really give us that. Uh, nothing new was the closest he ever came to that because he told himself, all right, let me do a political track. And it was like, and it actually turned out to be one of the better songs because it's like, you're getting specific with something and you're really telling <laughs> us how that, how, how this life feels for you. And, you know, because it, it, basically saying like, yeah, dude got killed. That's nah, nothing new. Uh, yeah, you know, mom had to eat fucking dog food. That's nothing new. And it spoke to the sort of blaseness that we treat horrible things when it's just a part of our life after a while. And that really, like, that that was a song that was different, that really spoke to to me as you as an artist. Like, that told me more than the first seven tracks told me. And then after that, you get numb. Like I said, I enjoyed the chorus at least. Dead people... What he said? I'm doing donuts in the form while it's Franco. You keep calling, I'm ignoring, bitch, I'm single. You keep calling, bitch, I'm single like a Pringle. Yo. Like, uh, oh, why did you do that? Why did Fucking you do 90s that? cheese. <laughs> like, what? It doesn't even make sense. Yeah, like, Pringles are single. They actually come in. There's a lot of them in one package. What are you talking about? They're no individually wrapped Pringles. The tagline literally is, once you pop, you can't stop, implying that nobody eats only one. <laughs> but after that, literally, uh, there was Special, which was love song number two. 
But at least it was like, okay, yeah, at least it sounds different than what was happening before. And then everything else is a complete dud. Like, money conversations, money conversation, money... Seven Minute Freestyle, I, I already heard your songs. That's just about this. I don't need to hear it uninterrupted. You know, mm. and a whole lot that... Uh, did you enjoy the uh, the deep slurp that was happening at the beginning of the song where you could hear the fucking ice going up against his teeth and no. he sucked back the drink? Oh, I hated that so bad. Like, no, it ah. was gross. I yeah, hated like, it. I don't need to hear someone... Mike all the way up to them fucking slurping through their gold grills. Like, it's just gross. On a completely different level, I wasn't a fan of when people, especially, like, Lil Wayne would do it a lot, when he would always start his, like, guest verse with, like, you'd hear, like, a lighter. Yeah. And then he would, like, take a puff or whatever. Like, that was dumb, but it didn't annoy me. That shit annoys me because it's something that genuinely annoys me in... Like, in my everyday life, I can't stand hearing that. <laughs> there were moments of interest that I really could have seen someone doing more than just, hey, it's just good music, listen to it. Like, yeah, that audience is always going to be there. But, like, you know, to really mean something, to really stand out, to really last, because next year they're going to have their artist who they can just listen to without paying attention to. What are you giving us, you know? I wanted to do this album specifically because... I wasn't excited to. I didn't say, ooh, 21 Savage, let's do that one. It was more or less like, this is an album I will never listen to if it wasn't for the podcast. And it's like, <laughs> I felt like this is a name I've heard enough that I was curious what his fucking thing was. I had to review the song and I was like, oh, okay, I could see someone being interested in this. I hope he did. Like, the, that guy, that voice guy never came back. The, hey, 21 Savage, come on, man, I always play on mixtape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that guy never came back! <laughs> I, I was curious what the what the fucking kids are listening to, and I imagine that that Twenty One Savage is like one of the big dudes. No, dude, normally... a lot of people uh, underground like love Twenty One Savage. Like, I, yeah. I run into a lot of people who like him, and mm. I'm just like, I don't, I don't see it. Maybe with the mixtape, but I don't know if people are bumping this album as much. You know? Yeah, I think most of the time. When we pick albums for the podcast, it is kind of self-serving, like it's ones we're more excited for, or ones we actually want to listen to or want to like. So I just kind of wanted to go out on a limb and be like, I probably won't like this, but I'm curious anyway, so I'm glad I did. This is your first time listening to the Going Off Podcast, thank you very much for checking us out. Uh, For the time being, all of our old episodes are on SoundCloud and iTunes, (laughs) and uh... If you want to subscribe to our show on iTunes, that's the easiest way to uh, get the new episodes when they're posted. And you can check us out on YouTube, which may very well be how you're listening to us right now. If you are, make sure to uh, leave a comment and let us know what you thought about old 21 Savage. Hate on us. Hey, you know what? I got an idea. Fuck it. We saved SoundCloud. We like, did. Yeah, we we Googled SoundCloud and we sent an email to the guy, uh, 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 Alex the Swedish guy Steve SoundCloud yeah (laughs) and we were like yo I got you don't even worry about it and we put up the going off podcast exclusively on SoundCloud and we're like oh yeah a million people watch this don't even worry about it SoundCloud Steve your your uh, site is safe with us you're gonna be doing backflips and cartwheels 
over how much I'm saving your company. Also, you should fire people randomly. Look, look how much we just helped. We had to send a message directly to Chance the Rapper because he was sweating it. He was like, oh no, where are all my exclusive tracks going to go if SoundCloud gets taken down? And we were like, hey, Chance, we got this. Don't worry. <laughs> Your boys, Rap Critic and Muse, coming through once again because we got to do every fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, it's just, here we come to save the day, you know? It's a thankless job, but you know what? You know, someone's got to do it. Well, anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just like, uh. <laughs> uh it's a wrap. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> you know, fuck it, I'm just using that.